definitely human. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 39. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. And currently I am stood in a field full of root vegetables. There's lots of kale, turnips, probably some swedes and things. Basically, the field that we first harvested that I recorded for you guys, we were harvesting the wheat. We planted the field up with these root vegetables for pregnant ewes over winter. So the ewes at the moment are being strip farmed, which means that they are kept to a certain section of the field until they eat everything away. And then the farmer will come along and move the line a bit further down and they'll be here all winter. So not only is it really good for them being pregnant ewes, they need lots of energy over winter, like the cold winter months, but it's really good for us because their manure and the sort of roots and things from the leftover uh, kale and turnips gets ploughed back into the ground ready for us to plant maize next year which if you guys have been following along closely enough to this podcast you know that that is a rotational crop that we put in every four years it's either maize or potatoes and next year this field is going to be maize so it's been wheat or has it been barley oh gosh I can't remember (laughs) it's been one of those two it's been corn and now it's going to be maize it's looking quite nibbled with bugs and things but it's beautiful colors of like dark green like kale and then lighter green turnip leaves some have gone red um it's like a whole rainbow it's really really pretty um i can see the sheep nibbling away apparently they call it golden hoof it's called golden hoof farming um so they're just nibbling away sort of like how we do over winter really the temperature has dropped and all i'm fancying is having sort of like pie and potatoes and i don't know really hearty things pasta and all that kind of stuff so lots of root vegetables from my garden that i am actually going home to pick right now it's such a cold day i bought this huge warm duffel coat which is really really warm and i've got my wellies on i'm just gonna climb the fence to those crunchy leaves oh so i'm just in the garden it is time to harvest the veg for christmas 
Oh, I'm so excited. I've been watching these Brussels sprouts grow. They look incredible. There's a couple of really big uh, plants, which I'm going to just sort of pull off whole. And then otherwise, we've also got butternut squash. I've got cabbage and I've got some beetroot as well. And would you believe it? I also still have tomatoes in the greenhouse. Although in the storm that we had last week, uh, one of the panes of glass in the greenhouse shattered. And so we still need to repair that. So yeah, I kind of need to harvest all of the tomatoes that I can because they're not going to be enjoying the sunshine with a drafty hole in the wall. I've got the chickens with me, you may be able to hear. <laughs> Little scamps, hello. Let's pull this one out. You girls ready? Oh God, I'm breaking, oh no, I'm breaking off the Brussels sprouts. I don't want them to get a taste for the sprouts because they've already got a taste for the cabbage. And I don't want <laughs> the Brussels sprouts boys on the floor and they're all crowding around. Excuse me. I absolutely love Brussels sprouts. I don't understand people's hatred of Brussels sprouts. If you know how to cook them and you don't cook them until they're basically a grey mulch, then I think they're delicious. And especially if you're just frying them in butter or something. I mean, come on. One of the recipes we love to do over winter is a um, Brussels sprout hash, which is sort of like shaved Brussels sprouts with a leek maybe. And then poached eggs inside all just sauteed in the pan right here we go oh my god oh my god i still can't get it out yay bloody hell what a massive root system it's got i didn't imagine maybe i should have just chopped it off at the base i don't know how do people harvest brussels sprouts i haven't been taught that oh what do you think Maud? what do you think of all this just try and knock it on my hmm i know I imagine if you leave the Brussels sprouts on the stalk, they will last a lot longer. So I will saw off the bottom and then these Brussels sprouts will be ready to prepare for Christmas. Amazing, right. So yeah, at the moment, I mean, how amazing. I was just going to say at the moment, it's all about getting everything in time for Christmas. But how amazing when I think back to this time last year, I was only just starting to think about how I was going to have the garden, how I was going to grow my own veg. Um, you know, I've completely transformed the walled garden back into the veg garden of my father's doing. No, and I'm so, so proud of what I've achieved and it all tastes so good. Another tip I like to do with the butternut squash, I did try and harvest some a while ago and it didn't really have a full flavour and um, I got told that in order for it to become sweeter you need to wait for the cold weather and it, the cold weather turns the starch into sugars. Oh goodness. I've still got some courgette plants in the ground but to be honest only one of them is still giving me anything and the courgettes are sort of rotting. Oh, oops fling the butternut squash because only one of them is still growing um don't you eat that Maud? <laughs> Maud's like oh I love a courgette why don't you eat this one I did grow yellow courgettes this year and I was wholly dissatisfied with them they've got really hard skin and they just didn't seem to do anything hang on let me let me snap this for you guys there you go so you guys already heard me uh, store away my carrots. We've got plenty of potatoes. Onions are stored in the uh, garage as well. And so now I've picked my butternut squash. I've picked my Brussels sprouts. Just need to pull up a cabbage and then I'm all done. I'm so excited to be able to actually sit back, eat Christmas lunch and know that most of it came from just, you know, 10 metres away. Air metres, not air miles, as dad would have said.
I know. And you girls certainly weren't here last year. You came to me in Easter. That's the sound of one of them tucking into a bit of cabbage. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a super cold day in the garden. I'm going to go in, have a cup of tea and start cooking for Christmas. Da, 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 da. I'm Santa and the chickens are my merry reindeer. <laughs> what do you think, girls? Could you take me across the sky? Only if I had treats. Oh, that butternut squash is for me, not you. Now, other than veg, one thing that you need tons of for Christmas are herbs such as sage and rosemary. There's an absolutely giant sage bush here. Oh my God, it smells so good. It actually smells, it just reminds me of stuffing, sage and onion stuffing. It's my, I think it was my dad's recipe. He used to make it all the time. Mum obviously makes it now still. Absolutely divine. I'm just going to cut off bits. It's probably easier than me trying to pull off individual leaves. It's nothing better than a roast potato with loads of rosemary and garlic. Okay, montage done. Blub, blub, blub. I've got an absolute basket full of sage. I've got a couple of big stalks of rosemary. Um, I can come and get more if needed. Do you want a cup of tea? So we're pre-cooking the stuffing before Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. You've already done the swede. Yes. Got to make bread sauce. Right. Yep. So we've got to make the bread sauce. So we are quite saucy, aren't we? We love a sauce oh, on Christmas we Day. <laughs> we like a bit of sauce. <laughs> so um, what's the sauce? Bread sauce, swede, um, gravy. Oh, we need to do parsley sauce because we do a ham. Yes. Is it honey glaze, honey mustard glaze? It's mustard and demerara sugar um, so that we've got that to slice at on the run up to Christmas when we're too busy to cook proper meals. We can have ham and chips, ham, egg and chips, ham, chips and egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good though. We need to prep the veg, which is going to be sprouts, carrots, cauliflower, co carrots, leek. Leeks. I parboil the um, roast potatoes and the parsnips the day before on Christmas Eve and then toss them in the oil and then put them in the back kitchen where it's icy cold. And then all, the, all I've got to do on the day is stick them straight in the oven. Yeah, the turkey and the um, ham are in the freezer, so I've only got to pull them out. So I bought them in advance. One of the other things we do in time for Christmas Day is all the puds. We've got into a bit of a routine of every Christmas. We do a apple and mincemeat strudel, strudel. which yep. is always delicious. Lots of flaky yes. pastry. Filo pastry. Yes. And um, lemon posset. Whenever I'm, you know, if I'm eating out or whatever, if I ever have a dessert, it'll always be something lemony, something to cut through the heavy sort of savoury meal. I'll never have a chocolate or anything like that. No. So we make that ahead of time, obviously. With little lemony biscuits. Oh, yes. Little shortbreads. Mm -hmm. um, and if we haven't got room to eat them after Christmas lunch... They are in the fridge tomorrow, Boxing Day, where we've got all this leftovers. Isn't that some of the best food, though, is actually the day after oh, Christmas God. when it's all the leftovers I together? I much prefer Boxing Day. Really? Yeah, you play games, the food's already there, there's no stress. Love it. That's so true, actually. We're all just chilling out, watching Christmas films, playing games, doing a puzzle. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like a banquet of everything that was before, all the ham and the turkey and the meats. And then, oh, also, we'll finally be able 
able to have all our chutney that we made oh, yes. together months ago. We still haven't tasted any, have no, we? We've got to go out and buy all the cheeses yet. We make little cranberry parcels. Cranberry and brie cranberry parcels. And brie parcels. Yes, which mm. is so easy. You just get a little muffin tin and you cut little squares of phyllo pastry and then you rub butter in between each one and then you layer so that it's sort of a little star shape so the points are coming off all different angles and then you add just a blob of cranberry and a thing of brie twist it all up into like a dumpling and then stick it in the oven and then oh that is so good as a little snack mm. we have that on well we do it for new year's but don't we also do it on christmas morning whilst we're having a bit of champers because yeah. we don't actually eat at lunchtime do we by the time it's a very laid back sort of day and by the time we've done various bits we never have lunch till about three o'clock yeah that's true and then we and then we open presents afterwards we don't do any yeah. presents in the morning sometimes yeah. i'll do yeah. some stockings and things mm. um the last few years i've usually been traveling before Christmas and so I will gather little bits and bobs that I find in countries such as Japan or Mexico and yeah we open that over Christmas but obviously having not been able to do that so we have finished doing the Swede and the um stuffing stuffing now next I think we should make the mince pies yep my favorite mince pies that mum always makes that we're going to make today is mince pies with a frangipan top we're winging it in terms of store-bought mincemeat, store-bought pastry, and then just adding our own booze. But in terms of what goes on top, it is... Da, 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 da. Cream together sugar and soften butter, then slowly add two eggs while mixing continuously. Finish by adding the ground almonds and lemon zest. And then so instead of adding a little top to the mince pies, you add a little blob of frangipan and it is absolutely delicious. David being a mince pie puritan, I wonder if he prefers these or the traditional kind. We made them last year. Did we? I can't remember. (laughs) Sound of the zest of lemon for our happy listeners. Take your knuckles off. (laughs) Please don't. Nice. So we've creamed the butter and sugar, and then we've added the almond, ground almonds. Oh, and two eggs. Two eggs went into the creamed butter and sugar. Which our chicken's yolks are so beautifully golden orange. The uh, cream mixture is bright yellow. looks beautiful. Just got to mix that together. And then look at that. And then roll out this pastry. Do we need to put some flour down on the side or will it stick no we need to dredge it with flour right oh god trying to do everything one-handed oh my god you just chucked it over your shoulder (laughs) oh i make such a mess in the kitchen i'm trying i'm holding the microphone with one hand i'm trying to get the flour i'm absolutely coated (laughs) mum's given up i gave up years ago trying to keep you tidy you just don't do tidy (laughs) (laughs) that's true right Quick dredge. And then in that big drawer are the um, pastry cutters. Granny's Victorian pastry cutters. Don't buy them like that anymore. See if you measure that. Yes, that's, that's perfectly. Go right to Be the as edge. as mean as you can and just have them touching. This is where fingers without long nails come in. I don't have those anymore. Those days are long gone. I used to have nice long nails in London, go to the nail bars. Yes, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I was the same until I became a farmer. The two don't go together. You can't be a gardener and have beautiful fingers. No, but I make beautiful things with my fingers instead. Exactly. 
So we're very organised ahead of Christmas. Everything is pretty much done on the cooking front and we are wrapping presents. Um, I'm currently leafing through, basically we have like a bag full of old Christmas wrapping paper. Not because we're total Scrooges, but just because of like recycling and reusing it used to be a massive joke when we were kids that my dad would take so long opening his presents on christmas day and we all watch each other unwrap the presents so as children it would be unbearable when you would just rip open your gifts and you know be like ready for the next one and then it would go to dad and then he would get out the scissors and he would slowly cut open the sellotape and he would precisely fold it so that it could be used for the next year and we used to take great delight in actually actually ripping open the presents in front of him and he would make like wincing faces like oh you know how could you do this to me because it was something that his parents did I suppose and that he learned from being a kid is yeah conserving and saving paper because it used to be very expensive and so that's something we've continued doing um, and now I actually find it quite lovely you know you've got big bits of wrapping paper and then you cut it up and make smaller bits and you know you've got wrapping paper all over the years different kinds and different styles um, you can pick and choose what size you need but yeah I love it it's a little tradition that I've adopted that I was totally against when I was a kid but now I'm a total convert <laughs> we are making mulled wine baby we always do it once a year if not a few times a year <laughs> Um, where we make our own mulled wine in the kitchen or glue vine. Your family always call it glue vine and it conjures up images in my head of bones and things. Why? This is more about you than it does about us. Okay. So we've emptied out a bottle of wine into a pan. Uh, now we're going to chop up some oranges. We've got some cloves, some cinnamon, some vanilla. I was thinking we could spice it up a bit. Forget about the actual spices, cinnamon and cloves. But I was thinking we could spice it up a bit with like rum or whiskey just to give it a bit of punch. What do you think? Where is this coming from? Usually, okay, usually I would stud this orange with cloves and then I'd put it in and then I'd boil it all together and I would add orange juice. But I saw a video online from... Europe, where they do glue vine and they don't add orange juice, they add rum or cognac or brandy and they slice the orange. So I thought we could try it differently this year. Yeah, if that's if that's what you want to do. Yes. Because then we can have slices of orange in our wine glasses. Cinnamon sticks. Stick those in. Bit of vanilla. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay so the mulled wine has finished cooking i added a little bit of sugar i forgot about that you can also use maple syrup or honey and now it has started steaming so we don't want to burn off the alcohol too much so ready to taste cheers cheers ah oh, yeah that's really good now it feels like christmas <laughs> So, being that I've got lots of chickens, I thought, you know, I've got a mountain of eggs that I could use to make eggnog. And I think eggnog is basically egg yolks, milk and cream with a booze of choice, such as a brandy or a whiskey. It sounds disgusting. Go on. <laughs> so, it calls for six large egg yolks, which I think is kind of nuts. So, I am going to do half the recipe because we don't even know if we're going to like this eggnog. So, I'm just going to do three yolks. I've heated up the milk in the pan. I've whisked the eggs with the sugar separately. Then you add the hot milk with the cinnamon and nutmeg into the whisked eggs. And then you pour it back into the saucepan. So that's what I've got now. So then I need to let it cool. And then I add in the other stuff. 
It's a long process, guys. I did not read the full recipe before I got into this. <laughs> but we've got mulled wine to see us through. This is more of a dessert booze. Bloop, bloop, bloop. That's the sound of time passing. I have now added whiskey to the eggnog. And I'm here with Mum and David. We're ready to try it for the first time. Are we excited, guys? Oh, yes. No. Mum's lying through her teeth. Pick up your glass, maid. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Actually, that's very nice. Yeah? Mm. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. No. Really? Yeah, I don't think you could drink a lot of that. No. No, already I think I've had too much <laughs> just a couple of sips you pick the biggest glass i know well i've certainly poured myself too much so that's it we've done everything in preparation for christmas now there's nothing left but the big day we hope you guys have a very merry christmas we will be seeing you again just before the new year uh for our final episode before a short season break merry christmas merry everyone. christmas over and out <laughs> Aw, so cute. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, everybody. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by Little Drummer Boy John Day. Artwork is by Holly Jolly Eric Chow. And this episode was edited by David Silent Knight. <laughs> thank you, guys, and thank you for listening. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, stay tuned for our show series, Hashtag Farm Life. This week, we'll be talking about Christmas. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Ho ho, bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.